Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. do 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 Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. Church. Church. Make sure everything is ready at 8 p.m. Mrs. Astor will be arriving, and I don't want to see a single chrysanthemum in the house. I'm I Bertha. Don't... I'm Bertha from the Gilded Age. <laughs> Church. We oh, are... I can't wait. I can't wait. My husband have always been your partner and everything. I only wish I could have earned money. We're not recapping that show. So what if I'm new New York? <laughs> Maybe it's time new New York came out on top. I'm so sorry. Sorry, this I did. No I did. A, I did a cameo oh. as Bertha Russell uh-huh. from uh, from the Gilded Age. You're gonna have to move that wig, or people on our intimate portrait are just gonna think there's a rat. No, that reg- that wig stays. All right, y'all. Y'all, Poodle was wearing a wig. If you weren't watching the video, <laughs> I was being Bertha Russell <laughs> from the Gilded Age. <laughs> wow. If you're not watching the Gilded Age, you're wrong. <laughs> You're incorrect. You're incorrect. If you, let me just say this. Maybe period of stuff of early America isn't your thing. First of all, it has so many Broadway actors that it feels like a Nathan Lane orgy. Um, (laughs) Which has happened. (laughs) Um, He's quite famous for it. He's on the Gilded Age. I say that. Oh, he is. He's playing this ridiculous like Colonel Sanders, Foghorn, Leghorn. Well, there, Mrs. Russell, it's so good to see you. I, I love oh, Nathan. Ho, ho, ho. I love Nathan Lane. He's playing almost a parody of himself. Uh huh. 
and he's and they're always saying, well, he's very, he's ignoring his wife so much because they're it's basically a saying that, that he's Nick gay. is a big gay on the show. Uh, it is so campy, so wonderful, also so beautiful. The only thing I'm disappointed in is that the downstairs because we talk about upstairs, downstairs as far as Downton Abbey and shows like that. The upstairs, the downstairs is much less interesting than Downton Abbey, which was kind of the hallmark of Downton Abbey. But that makes sense because America's built on a different system than what. Well, not this, not this type of. There's still there's a strong uh, the the servants are uh, the, with this sat this stature of class. Yeah, I guess everyone that's has true. that. You haven't watched the show, so there's so there's a lot of there's a lot of servants there. But they're, they're just not telling good enough stories yet. I haven't watched – I watched the show we're going to actually talk about today. I could care less about the show we're actually going to talk about today. <laughs> I disagree. I want to talk about the Gilded Age. I disagree. Because no, this the, was a good episode. The first thing I want to say – This was a good episode. After watching this, this is reality gaze. This is reality gaze. And the first thing I thought was – I'm sorry my feet are dirty. I love this show. I do. When, when 90 Day Fiance is good – it's one of my favorite shows. I agree. I really love it. Gilded Age this week was better. <laughs> <laughs> but that's apples and oranges. It is. You're right. You're right. You're that right. is comparing. It's not fair That is comparing me. an uncut eight-inch dick to a cut eight-inch dick. They both have qualities I'm very happy with. Maybe an uncut period dick. Oh, Jesus. Um, I'm so sorry. That's got different storytelling skills. It's sure. Sure. I I did enjoy this week. I, I just did. I just I I've been encouraged to talk about Gilded Age um and my love for it. So. Okay. Well. You you you, <laughs> you don't know. You haven't watched it. I, I'm going to I yes, yes, yes. I don't know. But I know. And then I then I'm going to hear I know, but I'm just Oh saying, my god, I love her. Someone just turned on this podcast to listen before then they went Wait a minute, do I have the wrong podcast? <laughs> like, what are you know they talking what? about? That's, nope. the no- that's, that's what you're going to get here. That's the normal reaction. That's what you're going to get here, y'all. The normal reaction for the reality, reality gaze. If you're watching us on the Intimate this Portrait. This is a dose of reality. You're sitting right here on our Intimate Portrait, right on Poodle's couch here in the middle. You were almost to where he broke part of my couch. I did not break your couch. Your couch, it just like a, a, it's strange. a tuft. It's strange it happened on your side. I don't think it was sewn well. <laughs> That's what I think. My side's fine. Well, it's sticky though. Don't ask. Don't ask. Y'all, um, okay, so this is someone said, someone sent me a message and said, Love your show. You say y'all too much. And I went, I don't care. <laughs> We're from the South. We do say y'all a lot. I don't care. It's a catch. I, we should make t shirts that say y'all. People um, would buy them. It's, they wouldn't. You know what? I I'm okay with criticism and people airing it. Just know that we're going to take it. That's and, not, Or yeah. we not take it? No, we we can we can hear it. We yes. don't have to take it. Yeah. Yes, but usually we take it, but not criticism. I take it. We take it, y'all. Read in the lines. Read in between the, line. the lines. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh, it's, it's going to be one of those days. It's just nice to be back in sunny California and just sit in a room and we're not. Did we have a show last week? I know, but we're just settling. Oh, I'm going to get settled into our new rhythm here and then we're going to be. No, up and we're, gone we're again. leaving. We're leaving. Y'all come see us in. Come see us in Boston, April 2nd, Philly, April 3rd, D.C., April 
Stop it. Say it. I think these dates are wrong. No. DC is. No. I think DC is April 7th. Or you know what? Or 8th. Go to the link tree link or go to realitygaze.com. No, it is. We don't need to say dates. April 8th is DC. Did you look at the inten- yes. itinerary that April I made? April 9th is Atlanta and April 10th is Nashville. I would check those dates and not put your calendar drive to somebody. Don't drive down the road. You got to buy. You got to go to the ticket website anyway. Yeah. Go to realitygates.com. But y'all, we spent three hours yesterday just <sighs> booking fucking travel and hotels. So who I like knew? It. I like it when people say to us, they're like, I know someone does handle your social media problem, but I really, I really enjoy your show. I'm like, bitch, this is me. Bitch, this I'm is writing. us. We don't on hand- Instagram. Bitch, on Instagram, I'm writing you. We do pay someone to TikTok because I'm scared of it. We don't understand TikTok, so that's yeah. But uh, uh, but we still, I still comment on TikTok some. I just she handles uh, the posting it and all that. Um, I will say, um. I was surprised that the Red Roof Inn doesn't have a loyalty program when we were trying to book hotels, y'all. <laughs> Apparently, I was like, I am a paying Red Roof customer. And you said, well, I have a membership at La Quinta. And they didn't have anything no, either. Just, Who knows where we're going to stay? Just another croissant at breakfast. <laughs> a, a stale one at that. Yes. Anyway, y'all. Continental breakfast. Best one in town. And at one point, Poodle said, we were looking at airlines. He said, we should fly Continental. And I was like, I think that airline was bought out 10 years ago. (laughs) I know. I I said, isn't that a Continental hub? (laughs) I hear Pan Am is doing great work these days. (laughs) I hear Pan Am. Is handling the the pandemic quite well. Quite well. Quite well. Qantas. I I think Qantas is still around, isn't it? Let's fly Virgin America, shall we? Oh, that one hurts still. Oh. God, I loved flying them. Anyway, y'all, we got everything booked. We're ready to go. Poodle is already planning his grinder and scruff travel dates. That's why I had to give him an itinerary so he knows where to fuck. Scruff Venture. It's, it's, is it's that called, what it's called? Something venture? like that. Venture. Ooh, I like that. Venture. It sounds like that thing Jennifer Garner talks about. What? The Venture card. The capital oh. one. Speaking of Jennifer Garner, y'all. We're already off to the races. I watched uh, The Adam Project that was on Netflix that everybody talks about. Yeah. It was yeah like, the fact that you're watching that before Gilded Age. I know. It was late, and I kind of wanted something I wouldn't mind falling asleep to okay. on the couch. But however... People seem to like it. It kept me awake because I didn't know the whole movie's about a kid going back in time because his dad died, and he wanted to see his dad. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I was fucking wrecked. <laughs> so if you've had a parent that law you lost recently, just... Wow. Someone needs to put a trigger warning for the Adam Project because I was just like at 1130 at night going, oh, daddy. <laughs> Actually, you were too. <laughs> but a different, different reason. Different crying and a different use of the word. Yep. <laughs> anyway. And my, mine was less pain and more... <laughs> oh, there's still the a lot of pain. A little bit. <laughs> Sometimes things just meld with one another. Ooh. All right, y'all. Okay, Anything just else? a couple of announcements. Oh, I forgot uh, about those. <laughs> so, live shows, we just said um, 
We just recorded our Bicurious episode of yes, yesterday. That'll be up by the time people hear this. Yeah. So, yes. So, that, y'all, we had a great time recapping Worst Roommate Ever. Less, less of a recap, more of just our thoughts. Yeah. Watch the episode before, because we're not going to do all the details. I'm freaked out by every stranger who talks to me now. Um, I enjoyed it, though. I had a good God, time. God, if, if I showed you half the, like... Bloody, gross, true that's, crime things that, that I watch. That's why I, you would be hiding in a closet. No, that's somewhere. why I'm resident to do more true crime because I'm not reticent. Gonna, that's what I said. Resident. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> this is a day where you're going to mispronounce half the words you say. Resident. And people are going to yell at me. Resident. For, people are going to yell at me for correcting you. I don't care when you correct me about my words. Reticent. That's what I said. Reticent. <laughs> Let's move on. Oh, I want to get a Grether's Pastille. <laughs> um, oh, you got $5 on <laughs> five your table. Say somebody, somebody was visiting. Someone, someone, woo, woo. Woo. Um, woo. What other announcement? It's, it's hot a, in it's here. A sh- it's a shame it was only a five. Um, I must not have performed that well. Uh, I only gave him a blowy. So, y'all, we're, uh, that the, that was our by Curious. Uh, Pig Royalty Season 2 is out. Oh, it's good. And it's taking the world by storm. We're sorry, Canadian sissies. Unfortunately, for some reason, Discovery Plus has only dropped once. <laughs> One episode of Pig Royalty. I saw that. I said it was due to the exchange rate. Um, because... One you pick- need, y'all, you sh- that's a problem, and you actually should tweet Discovery really should. Plus. You should. Tag us if you want, and we'll retweet it as well. Yeah, that's but shitty. That's really fucking shitty, and you should let them know. Yeah. Because don't put it out at all. Poor, don't, poor Canadian sissies. Don't give me- they, uh, get, they get the shit out of everything. As I've always said, and y'all, you can put this on a mug, don't give me the tip if you're not giving me balls deep. Yikes. Do you get- Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> balls deep is- you got to know who you're dealing with. Yeah, I'm just, but come on. Once you have the tip, you want balls deep. Good Lord. Come on. Don't lie. Must be hot dog down a hallway. Sure. Well, you know. I need to feel things. <laughs> anyway. Where were we? What's so the other way now? That and I think that's it. Okay. I think that's it. Oh, our charity this month in the Sissy Squad is Global Fund for Children. And we're, How much we're we raising money. When I looked last, it was like $3,500. Oh. Um, but we have a goal of five thousand yeah. dollars, y'all. So but, step uh, it up. We, we um, want to raise money. We're that's helping uh, children's charities on the ground in Ukraine, mm-hmm. and as well as also helping with other charities uh, in tandem. We are so, at thirty eight hundred dollars. That's what I was going to say. I think I checked thirty five for two three days ago. So y'all, we are yeah. we are we are not far away. For we have ten days to eleven days to get that to five thousand. We can do that. So even we've got ten thousand people in the sissy squad. So even if you donate one dollar or fifty cents, hell, that's five grand. I agree. There we go. Okay, let's do it. Talk about the show. Let's talk about the show. Are you sure? Sure, no one wants me to talk about Bertha Russell anymore. <laughs> I'll stop. Uh, I had to play two characters. I had to play Bertha Russell and Drunk Shirley Bassey, and I used the same wig. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> My cameos go off Your the rails. Your cameos go off the rails. I'm Thunder still paused. Ball! She doesn't have the range. <sighs> I'm stop. still paused. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh! This episode was... By the way, Bridget Green wants me to do a cameo, and she wants you to join in. Oh, she texted me about it. Yeah. She asked for your number, so... She had my number! 
She couldn't find it. She was too overstimulated <laughs> by uh, Star Wars stuff. By Wookiees. By Wookiees. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, let's talk do about this. Ben and Mahogany. Let's do this. Okay. Or she's referred to on the internet, hogs. <laughs> they call her <laughs> hogs. I don't know. How, her hair did look better this episode. Much better. Much better. I think she they had got, a stylist. She too. got a blowout or something. Who came and helped. Yeah. Uh, oh God, that Diet Coke's going to kick in. You're going to be crazy. Uh, okay. Again, this storyline continues to impress me. I, I I'm, think of where we came from. It, we knew she was a catfish. We knew she was a catfish. We thought she was a robot. We also thought that her parents were hired. Still kind of believe that. I have a new theory. Um, the, it's like the Odyssey. It, it's it, like Homer's. It's that long. And as somebody would say in Lalu, <laughs> this is completely turned 360. <laughs> with just as bad as an anti-hero with Odysseus. Yes. <laughs> Odysseus. Um, this is... And, and Ben continues to become really a Hall of Fame asshole oh. for the show. Y'all, he is... Truly. In a different way, different than... It's almost impressive how awful he is. Different than Jesse, but just confirms even more, this guy's a full-on diagnosable narcissist. Totally. And I want to say, I think a full-on sociopath. And religious nutbag. And a religious nutbag. And he also, this, the big thing in the news this week is that he was arrested because he got a DUI, DUI. Which, I'm not making fun of that because maybe he has... Uh, maybe he's we, alcoholic. We rubbed, he's we rubbed it in quite a bit, but I think it's most why people were rubbing it in because of his piety. His but extreme. That's, that's what I was going to say. He's so yeah. fucking pious about everything and t- so judgmental. Yeah. That is, he, he would be judgmental on someone else. So. He would be judge. He would say that somebody didn't have God in their heart or Ugh. whatever. So wonder if that was part of God's plan. But um, little jail time. It all makes sense though, because I'm telling y'all now, if it doesn't come out, Ben likes Ben likes uh, sex workers and blow. Guarantee you. Interesting. I'm telling you, y'all. This guy makes me feel physically unsafe. <laughs> I I love it how you're coming up with this, like. Like it, no, it's my it's my. I'm telling you. No, no, I'm after saying watching my uh after watching my worst neighbor I have. <laughs> no, I'm saying, like I feel like you're 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 coming to this like I I haven't had similar. No, no it's a difference. <laughs> I I never liked him, but I just saw kind of a re- oh, harmless religious oh, nutbag. Oh, I never thought he was harmless. So I, I do not. I, I actually think he's dangerous. Yeah, I can see that. And I he really just rings all my bells. And so, y'all, if you ooh, if you have someone in your life like this, run, run, run. Yeah. Ooh. How would say how you would know? <sighs> Again, just the complete lack of what Mahogany said in the last episode, but the complete lack of not taking responsibility for anything. Right. And always um, thinking of his feelings first. And th- I was going to say. Never concerning the t- other person's feelings. She, she talked to him this episode. Uh, yes. Always. It's always about his feelings. It's never about her feelings. There also, there's an emotional immaturity. Uh, it's also someone who talks about, but I did all this for you. I did all this for you. Unfortunately, there's a lot of. Um, the Ameri- I did all the, this. The Americans talk like that a lot. But his is a different level because for him, 
it's it's very different than someone like who's gross like Mike who did all this for her mena and paid for shit and expects stuff mm-hmm. in return where uh, Ben almost wants to be not only expects something in return but wants to be exalted for it. Yes, and very put much on some so. type of pedestal. Those are all and then another thing that Sheik didn't see this, but the look the look and the flash of rage he had on his face when he realized that she fucking left him <gasps> was chilled me oh. to the bone. No, I agree. That that kind of humiliation, you guys, if he wasn't on camera Worst thing you could have done to him. If he wasn't on camera, he would have said just the vilest curse words. Yes. I'm certain yes. I'm certain. Yes. Yeah. And probably called her a bitch. Yes. Um yeah. So anyway, that's that's where my it's not. It's, I'm with you. It's the bell. I can hear the bells. Yeah. So we're basically she's talking to her dad yes. in Wakachina. He's still there, and 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 she said, "I'm still offended that he wants to talk to my parents alone." It's offensive to me too because he's basically saying, you know, mahogany as a very immature girl, she really can't do a lot of thinking for herself. So the parents have to kind of tell her what to do. But that's the kind of girl that I want, so I can kind of be her surrogate I, I parent. I want a girl who's so, ruled by a man. Exactly. Uh, it's all the worst things poured into one person. Yes, yes. really is. I, I don't. Hall of Fame. I mean, he <laughs> is he worse than Mark from Mark and Nikki? Uh, I, it's a very close race on this one. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know what? Ben shows us less of who he actually is, so it's harder to see. Because he's prepared. Why it seems creepier is Ben showed us who he was at the beginning and but tried to act like he was only a, a kind of a arrogant religious person. Mm-hmm. But still, that kind of that kind of male toxic privilege that is there, and that's the only thing I can call it, is um, it, is the reason for everything you're feeling. You, yes, toxic, but I, I want to say that male, like, oppressive, dominating yeah. privilege. Yeah. And that, um, it, it, I can't think of any, because even Jesse, Jesse at least has a smooth asshole you want to eat ice cream off of. Also, it's he's, easier. He's pretty. Jesse, it's easier. To see who he is. Yeah. Way and, easier. And Ben doesn't feel Ben feels closer to us because Jesse will just say things that are absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Ben will as well, but Ben actually has agency. People like Ben have agency in positions of power in the U.S. Yeah. Yes, which is why people like him, especially for me, it scares me. Oh, some of our politicians are just yep. like Ben. It's terrifying. Yep, terrifying. <coughs> Josh Hawley. Sorry, just oh. coughed. <sighs> Sorry. What a, what a piece of shit. Men's rights now, as Josh Hawley says. Oh, he can do fuck off. Sorry. Anyway. Let's talk about politics. Well, that's different. He's a piece of shit. Um, all right. Okay. So, <clears throat> Mahogany's talking to her dad, and they're, they're in this beautiful, like, little lake. This place is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And uh, he dad says a very good question. Jose is his name. Jose says, before I talk to Ben, what do I need to know, Mahogany? And she's like, well, I'm confused because on the text, he was very serious. But now he seems 
very immature. He seemed like a mature man, but now he is not that. Right. And that seems to be the thing with them. They both like maturity, I guess, is a big thing to them because they both talk, Ben and Mahogany talk and about And she it talks about having being older than a lot of the the people her friends. The she talks about how she older. needs an older man because they're more mature. That's a lot to unpack. I have feelings about that, about the type of person she might be about. But that's not here. That's neither here nor over there. Nor queer. No, here nor um, queer. So then, Dad, you know, I think Jesus. it's time for another episode of Reality yeah, Gay Theater. Theater. And honestly, this is going to be a lot of me talking. <laughs> so you just and that's ask me. Di- that's different. <laughs> You just, uh, need, you just need to ask me some questions, and I'm good to go here. Okay. So a little, a uh, little music. Cue up music, please. If we're going to do a different thing. All right, that's fine. Um. So, anyway, mahogany. Tell me, tell me. I'll be playing the father. Hold on. Let me. Let me. Let me cue the music. Oh, mahogany. So tell me, tell me, mahogany. I just need you to know that I'm very proud of you. Always. Thank you, Dad. And you deserve more than him. What, Dad? What? He's too old for you. You need someone <laughs> with the same vitality. Yes, The Dad. same dreams. Yes. The same youthful vigor that I once had. What is he showing That me? your mother and I once had. Yes. Yes. As your father, it would cause me intense suffering to see you suffer. Dad, did you just become British? Yes. And as it was mentioned in the Bible, this was my audition for the young Vic. As it was mentioned in the Bible once, a person who, who wisely follows his parents would heed and follows the word of God. Also, remember... Then I need to tell you one more thing in your life. What, Daddy? Live a wonderful life. And remember, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get or where you are going. (laughs) Dad, hug me. I'm not done talking. (laughs) I still have a longer speech. But this is all the network will allow. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was my audition for wow. The Sun Also Sets. <laughs> and sing. Y'all, that was a telenovela audition. I watched that and I thought half of our audience just went, fuck, I'm with the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a lot of good stuff in oh. there, but it came off it came off very scripted and it came off like this was his big moment you know where i it did (laughs) and boy putting in that quote from the bible of following your father's well done but you know what i realized in watching this i went oh now i understand why she was attracted to ben totally because that's all the kind of shit he dad does that in the text because her dad does that dad bloviates like ben yes so now although he's much better at it and seemed much more sincere about it but so because you all think about their car ride that's what he started doing yeah she so in a way mahogany just wants to marry someone like her father yeah 
Let's get to where it's really good. Let's talk about this fucker's outfit. Oh, this God. This alpaca uh, thing with a hat. This what? fucking city slickers legend of Curly's gold. What? I don't understand. <laughs> it it, it, is, it, it I, looks like he bought it. No, it, in, was, it was bought in a shitty souvenir shop. It was look a city shop. Yes, in a like margarita. I'm or almost like that. I'm almost. This was. You know what? This is. That's the Peruvian equivalent. Where you bought this is the Peruvian equivalent of like a Hard Rock Cafe. Yes, or yes, Margaritaville. Yes, yeah. yes. I I just hope that the local person who made that ripped him off. Oh, that's what I really hope and pray. And that fucking hat. And here's the thing that what a huge asshole. That kind of bothered and confused me and I, also made me feel better. How much better does Gina look in a Panama hat than fucking Ben, ben look in this piece of I shit agree. white Indiana Jones knockoff shit? I, I will say I did post my uh, my reaction to seeing it on our on our uh, Instagram <laughs> because I, I, I scream laugh like a howler monkey. Oh, <laughs> I, I had my headphones in and I made my boyfriend jump because I went... Ah! Like Y'all, this is textbook definition of uh, here's an asshole. Just the this is the these he is he's wearing the clothes he bought to show everyone he was in a country. He wants to show his parents that he's committed to this country. Because remember, y'all, <sighs> he didn't want to meet with mahogany. He demanded that he only met with her parents. Yeah, because remember. His parents can convince her to stay with him because he's a godly man. Doesn't happen that way, though, because Mahogany shows up and she says, Oh, here, I have a letter for you. And he's like, what? Dear John, life goes on. But it's actually a letter from her father. And she said, she t- we read the letter. The letter just basically says, he says, um, hey, Sorry, look. I had a personal commitment. Which if you I have the, a no asshole policy, yeah, I have, a, I have a no asshole. If you if you read, pardon me, if you read the back of the letter, you see um, it was actually on a casting notice, and he booked another <laughs> role. So he booked out the the agent for ninety day didn't put it on the book out sheet. The the, the version of Asuncion. They is, were like, "Can you do this again, the soap. please?" He was like, "I can't get out of this. This is union. I got to do this job." <laughs> so dad had to go. He had to work. He had to play somebody else's he had to, he, to pay off his insurance. Yeah. He needs, exactly. he needs one more gig this he year for his insurance to kick to in. Insurance. <laughs> that's real, that's y'all. Real. That's that is, real. That's real. That's some real shit in LA. I've taken, I've taken musicians union gigs, but when I did not want to get to get my insurance to kick in, to get my yep. pension to kick to get in. Pension to oh, kick yeah, in. girl. Mm. I've got that, done that. I've taken that gig in Riverside. <sighs> Wow, that's real. <laughs> that's anyway, real. Though. Where were we? Where were we? Uh, so he's like, I need to clear my head, and I ended up standing up her parents, and it's really terrible because I know this is all about her parents, not her, really, as I said before. And the the parents, and he's like, I just know if my parents could talk to Mahogany, this whole thing could be turned around. But we, this silly little girl, we could sort her head out right. And that's what it feels it like. It literally feels like 1902, and there's uh, been a disagreement before the Chicago World's Fair, and we need to sort this out. God, I wish we lived in times of oh, World's Fairs. I did too. Can Not you, pandemic time. Can you imagine how much sex we could have at the <laughs> World's Fair? Ooh. Wow. 
I'd just drag my colostomy bag around. You would. <laughs> with the top hat or with the corn cob hat on it. <laughs> Sign of the time. No, just like a little a little bowler. A little bowler. Like, it was like that's just my colostomy bag there, boy. I would I would dress that way if everyone did. Like, but like like I just love that. I, I that look. Do, yes, I I prefer to dress like this because I like to be comfortable. Well, but. I do too. But if everybody else would did it, I would do. It. But now, if I dress like that, I just look like some. I look like a wannabe hipster. No, you live. You look like you live in Silver Lake. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I yeah. Echo Park ish. Echo Park ish. A lot of people are dressed like that in Portland. A lot of Portlanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poodle. Um, Poodle was angry with you one more time. Those were some hot boys. I, Jesus I told you, Christ. I, I know. I know. They all did take themselves very seriously, though. They do. Wow. They do. Um, Sorry, y'all. We got Airwolf flying above us. I so love you. So, one hear. thing, y'all. My favorite other moment here is when he puts on his reading glasses to read said notes. <laughs> and she's like, y'all, she's over it. She doesn't even want to translate the letter for him. She was like, yeah, um, he just, he couldn't come. And so... And she says in her to the video to her testimonial, she's like, "Yeah, my dad didn't want to come because he was disrespected." And so, and he's he apologized. Like, I need to, I would need to say sorry for standing up for your parents. He never apologizes no, to her. And she said, um, "The one who got more upset was not my parents. It was me. It was me." And he goes, "Oh, really? Oh, oh, oh my! You mean, you mean women can have feelings my, when I tell them not yes. before and I tell them to?" says, "Y'all." I kind of fucking love mahogany after the way she handled this because she looked at him and she said, you need to explain more. <laughs> and she just kind of crossed her arms and looked at him. And he, this is a sign that's another red flag of what he said, y'all. He said of narcissism, sociopath. I'm telling you. Read this, the it's a big deal door. if I pour out my heart to you. It's a big deal if I pour out my heart and I get nothing. So what he's what that they're, it's they're transactional. The most it's transactional, and the most precious thing they can give you is them. Not whereas I'm in a relationship, you're in something that you're kind of talking about, but no, nah, I don't know where you are. <laughs> but we think one of the most important things for me is what can I, what can I do for my partner? How can I make them like actually? Gino and Jasmine with such a better representation of I can't believe we, it, but they are. We're gonna talk whereas he this this space of like you said, just coming from his own experience, run, run, run. And well, then I he think, said, I wanted you to miss me. Blech. Well, I think it's I think it's one thing to say, yes, you're thinking of what you can do for your partner, but I think more at the basic level, you're thinking about giving open communication of validating each other. Yes. Not not even we're not even going to what can I do for that person, mm-hmm. the selflessness that it needs. We're just talking how can we share equally? They can't even do that. How he can I get my needs met without impeding on your needs? Because you don't want to imp- you don't want to impede on someone's needs that you care about. Right. But you need, Not but you must, that's the thing, you have to, you, you have to, your needs must be met without impeding on someone else's. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He's not going to be able to do that, though. No, no, not at all. And she said, well, he said, I wanted you to miss me. And Mahogany said, why? And then Ben said, I'm just going to say it so you can do it. He said, because I wanted to feel wanted. Wanting to be wanted. <laughs> I'm stopping. 
He said that, and I went, fuck. Somebody's <laughs> that's, it, uh, 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 that's, that's it. That's it. That's it. Um, They're doing a production of that in Williamstown, but it's all crazy, like I thought it would be. Daniel Fish, the guy who did Oklahoma. What's the show called again? Most Happy Fella. Oh, it's Most Happy Oh. <laughs> it's a beautiful show. It the thing is, is he's, oh, he's no. reimagining it as with all women, um, with all, sorry, I'm clear, with all women identifying, um, female identifying people, or maybe with some non-binary folks. I, it's, it's, I'm not sure how it's going to go, um, but it's a very classic romantic musical. So beautiful, beautiful score. It is a beautiful score. Um, so Mahogany basically says, look, I'm confused. I don't think you're the same Benjamin. Or she said, yeah, that came. You didn't tell me many things. And she's like, now things are different. And she said, I just wanted to leave my father's letter. letter. I didn't want to come. And she said, and then she just says, I don't want to stay here. And he went, you know what he said? Right? Well, you should go. Go. Go ahead. Go. Go. And she leaves. And y'all, he doesn't know it yet, but she leaves. And. And he says, you know, she has a, then y'all, he turns immediately into rage and indignation. That's where the rage and indignation He's like, starts. Well, she never connected to me ever since I, this is my favorite quote. Oh. This is my favorite quote. Yeah. You know, ever since I arrived in Peru, Mahogany, Mahogany, Mahogany has Mahogany! made, Mahogany, Mahogany, Mahogany has made this relationship incredibly difficult. You so mean the one that you had in your head? So let's unpack this. Ever since you arrived here. Let's take everything out of the hat box. When she told you not to come here. Yes. When you flew to her country and then she told you not to come to and her And then hometown, you went to your hometown. And then you went to. So and she, then you demanded she meet you at a restaurant. So she made this incredibly difficult. Okay. that That's some cojones to say. I'm terrified of this man. Terrified. It uh, makes it easier. He has a wonky eye. I don't. I'm not as scared of him. Well, <laughs> now the uh, thing is, I, you and I are fine because he'd be terrified of us as as gay men. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He wouldn't want to catch for it. women though. You should worry about him. You should worry. And so he, um, he's back in his hotel room packing up, and he says, "Incredibly the difficult." Next day, he said, "I haven't heard from her, but you know." We've got a car ride back for three hours, and it's mandatory alone time. And I think we can get... Mandatory alone time. Mandatory. I think we can get on the same page now. Y'all, think about what the phrase mandatory alone time means. Alone time. Poodles heard it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I have mandatory alone time. That is like me. That's it. Yes. Not uh, mandatory alone time. I don't have that with another person. No. Because what does she do when she's alone? She can't be happy. She's a woman. Well, wow. and I, I think what he's saying is this is time where we can talk and there's no one that are can, that can actually get it in, in between us. And then he says, I'll apologize where I can, but I don't really know if I did anything wrong. Y'all, Ben and people of his ilk, a lot of men of his ilk, will ne- they may apologize. They do not mean it. They are not sorry. And... For almost anything. And that's when you go, that's where when you originally went off on a soapbox about him, <clears throat> most people agree with it. Some people are like, I didn't like that. They looked by evangelism. And you weren't speaking about just evangelism. Evangelicalism. Evangelicalism. You were talking about 
this, what this is coming down to, what we're seeing, it is all about, and we see it now, it's all about control. It's, yeah, it's, how can I control and a maleness woman? centered in evangelicalism? How can I control a woman so she has to abide by my will? Yes. But instead of my will, I'm going to say it's God's will. So yes. she feels compelled to do it. At the root of evangelical Christianity is is women being subjugated to men. And that's what we're seeing in action yep. here. And so I just want to point that out for people who are like, I don't get it. This is it. This is this it. This is it, right? Because what's it's been, been here from the start. It's been here from the start, but now it's showing its face. Yep. And what Ben says is, God placed her in my heart, and I don't know oh! why. Oh, I want to go, go, like, beat someone up so, when I hear this. It makes uh, me furious. So, y'all, as if this could not have been scripted any better, any better, Ben goes to this, this her hotel room. We, he, Housekeeping? Housekeeping. <laughs> and he's like, this guy... Some guy just opens the door. Looks shirtless. like the looks like the end of a grinder hookup. Looks like it, he's got Ooh. sunglasses on too, and he's like, "Hello," and then he goes, "Um, is a girl here? There's a girl here, right?" And he's like, "No, it's my room." And then you see Ben's face of, "Could she have left? Did I call, she leave? I call a little for audacity here because that guy must have had a really early check in." Um, no, 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 I don't call for audacity because what we find out is Ben goes and checks her car. Yeah. It's gone. And then Ben goes and asks the front desk. But it's the night before. She, she left the night before. Right. But I'm so saying. Someone could have. They could. She checked out that night. Oh, they the I room. see. Somebody checks in the someone room. Someone checked in. Okay. I could see the that. The fact. This is the only time I. One of the rare times I actually want to talk to someone in production who was there and that the field producer of Naughty Day Fiance right. and be like, what was it like for you to know that Mahogany left and Ben was just pompous as fuck waiting for her? God, I hope they were pleased. He was so humiliated, too. He so was humiliated. It's going to be the guy. They're going to have to have a car service. It's going to be $250 American to get him back. He is seething. Seething. And he says, well, she's definitely showing her age, which is the worst thing you can say to Mahogany after we've heard so much about that she's more mature. And he's like, you know, I've, again, I've risked a lot for this relationship. I've risked everything. Uh, Maybe it's time to call it quits. You, you're going to go back to the U.S. of A, work your job. And exploit and control another woman with your beliefs of God. Yeah. You're going to be fine. And guess what, Ben? In six months, you're not even going to remember mahogany when you're fucking some other 22-year-old girl. So fuck off, Ben. Yeah, you said it. Yep. Y'all, <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. To all our queens, to Caitlin and 
the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart... And even keep going queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find you're happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens Sibling fights are unavoidable But what if every fight you had Was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Jimena, you look really good tonight. You look really good tonight. How Thanks. do I look? How do I look? Thanks. 
Normal. <laughs> Normal. Ah! She can't even play. She's so checked out. She She's can't done. even play along. She's fucking done. I, you know what? I don't blame her one bit. I'm <sighs> sick of all this garbage he pulls with her. I, I am, because now we know more about Mike. If we did not know about Mike in the... Um, with the racist troll memes. the stuff. racist troll memes, and that they met from... See, I, I agree with... That's colored all, everything, though, I agree me. with all that. I would say, even if I even if I didn't know any of this, I'd still be grossed out by this behavior. I, I am grossed out by Mike's behavior, but, and people might come for me for this, so go ahead and come for me. And if I'm being insensitive, but I do think Jimena is a brat. I do yeah, think I agree that with brat. that too. And I think that I honestly think they're both just pretty gross people. I I think for her, she she's still trying to make this a love connection. Oh, in I her don't, brain. Oh, no. oh, in her brain, yeah. And because she's I trying disagree. to, I think she's trying to. I think she is. It hasn't been a love connection for her. I think this is a battle of, I don't love him at all, but I want him to pay for my tits and my rent. But and if all it this. wasn't a love connection, why would she? Why would she spend all this time? Um, why? Why would? Why wouldn't she? I'm saying if it if she wasn't trying to make herself kind of force herself to actually love him and have something resembling an actual relationship, mm -hmm. why wouldn't she play the sweet girl part? Yes. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But she's not. She's trying to get him to do things. She's trying to get him to change. So to me, that says, that says. Um, but with the intention of because she wants to love him, I, I think that's where I take it. I don't think that comes from a place of an intention of I want him to change so I can love him. I feel like it's more of I want him to change so I can tolerate him enough so me and my children, can, my children and I can live with him and have nice things. I think she needs to convince herself ethically that this is a real relationship. Because otherwise, it I think is... she lies to herself. Yes, I, exactly. In all of her past relationships, she lies to herself. And I think Jimena says, in one part, she says, "Well, I have had relationships." In a very bratty way, she's like, "I just get bored easily." I think she's quite I, same. I think she's that she's. It, I ironically, I think it's. Um, Remember, she is young. She is she's young. She's like twenty four. She's Isn't young. She? Uh, I think so. She looks older to me because she, uh, the way she does it. But yeah, I think she's 24. So I think it's, it, it's just very, it, it is rewarding. Oh, hey no. Siri, how old is Jimena on 90 Day Fiance? I don't think it's going to tell you. I don't think Siri's that well versed in 90 Day. Yeah, she's 24 years old. Oh, look at that. Says fans don't believe she's 24 years old. Though. She seems older. <laughs> she's a hard 24 y'all, but she's lived a life. Um, and as you can see, her mother just wants some peace. Well, this is to That's me. That's who I feel sorry for out of all of this is Hamedda's mother. Kind of. I I see this as the parents and the rest of her family who are who we see when we are talking to uh, her and saying, uh, and the sister narks on her. That mom's like, "How's it going?" And she's like, "Good." The sister's like, "No, it's not. You fight all the time." No, it's not, yeah, it's not good. You fight all the time. What a narc! Uh, I love you it. You would totally do that to your brother. So would I. 
Um, and the mom says, I thought you were good. She's like, what? 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 I thought you were and, supposed to be married. And the You're thing good. is, well, the reason why the mom and the sister, they've seen Jimena make bad choices with men. Oh, they've seen so it and seen it and seen they, it. They are basically, they're thinking that this man will be a way out for Jimena's bad choices. And they're thinking about mom's thinking about her grandkids. And, and how- I think that. Yes, to add to that, I think the mom is thinking, which is not going to be the case. She's thinking we'll get her out of this country and she'll get away from all these bad influences yep. here because she's a party girl, y'all. She's a woohoo she party is. girl, and uh, and but she would just find that trouble in the U.S. Right. She and in a way, though, it's Jimena has grown up in a place where she was the wild girl. They everyone's already always treated her as such. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have a lot of agency where she is. I think wild girl does whatever she wants. A little spoiled. Yep. Um, her parents always cave to her. She's always gotten what she wanted. And so I think this is more for me, less about her making it work, but less of this didn't turn out the way she wanted and she's not getting what she wanted. No. Now, again, we're not doing the either or. Mike's not getting what he wanted because he's g- fucking gross as now, well. But, but I want to say a whole different thing. I want to say the behavior that Mike exhibits that bothers her would bother the shit out of me. It's too. entitled as fuck. It's a, no, it's and, just besides that, it's creepy. And it's creepy. The the hearse, him saying, "Do I look good?" Or or him always asking, "So isn't it nice to be uh, spending time with ourselves?" But, I would say, "Stop talking, you idiot." But he's doing yes. It's an it, he's it's creepy, but he's also doing that because she gives him nothing. She gives him nothing. Yeah. So he's so desperate to be validated. I'm not defending it. Right. I'm just saying that's the cause and effect of it. It's because she can't stand to even but look at him because even her, let me just finish this because uh, I just want to say if you think about even her reasoning of her whole time has been like why don't I really love him again. I can't believe I'm saying this. We're going to talk about them in part two. If you look at somebody like Gino and Jasper. Yeah, I still can't believe when, they're the success story of when this When you season. really love someone, you love all of them. You Even the faults and all. Even though you don't love those faults, you accept even them. Even the bald head even, and the constant hat Jasmine wearing. said it. She said it. And so that made me look at him in a different way and said, you know what? Your reasoning of you're not in love with him just because he's, quote, slobbish. That's all an excuse. That's all yep. just you. When you really don't give a shit about him, full stop. You're just I, using that because you think that is a good reason and it makes him look good. That's why I don't think she's trying to change him. I think part of her feels sorry for him. I do. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like it's like a an, anim- an animal in some ways. Yeah, and she's for sure. Like, yeah, I could live with a gross dog who would pay if, if yes. a dog could pay for me. Um, but I still think she thought ahead of time I will be able to divorce what I no, want. No, I think so too. That's, and, I mean, that's what I said from like the third episode. I said she's going to try to do this, but that whole that that bad girl thing in her is going to come up and yeah. win out, and that's what's happening. So you guys. And it's riveting to see. Oh, my God. It was good TV. So, Amina basically says, Mom says, you're not sleeping with him anymore. And she's like, you know, and she says, you know, marriage is to be tied up. And I was like, not always. Not, and Poodle's <laughs> marriage. 
and poodles. You don't married. have to be married. I've been tied up in some marriages Not too. necessarily. Not necessarily. Um, but the mom, she says, you know, she says to the camera, and she, this is where we finally get tea. She said, I think Amena, you know, she's, she's not used to showing true unconditional love. He's showing her unconditional love. Not true. He is not showing. It. No, love everything's got conditional. But from the mom's perspective, and she, then she just says, but you know, Jimena, she doesn't think like a rational woman. And that just tells you what the what the mom's perspective is. You put your family's needs, your kids' needs ahead of yours. And Jimena And that's is, not right. I'm not saying that's no, right. No, no, no. And Jimena is... Being this generation she is, she's not willing to do that. She wants to get hers. And there's nothing wrong getting There's nothing yours, wrong with that. But there, it is it is wrong when it is, if Mike was a good person and not a piece of shit, it would be wrong to do it at the expense of his feelings. But again, y'all, Mike got what he paid for. Yep. That's exact, the full story. That's what the end of this Mike's story. He got what he paid for, and now the product that he paid for doesn't want to be paid for anymore, right. and he's upset about it. He tried to unmonetize a relationship yes, with a cam girl that was built on monetization. Yes, he tried. Y'all, that's that is the now. If I would have known, speaking from experience, I'm just going to be <laughs> you take. Taking a couple of uh, go-go boy dancers home, and I thought it was love. They stole my wallet, and I and I just want to say didn't work out. I if I would have known the detail about her being a cam girl, um, that that Mike, that's what Mike contends. I can totally see it. Yes, yeah, because um, you see, she has she is in a way I was her because she is doing whatever she yep. can. She's still the most interesting person on this season to for me. get ahead for to get ahead in life. Yeah, and that I'm I'm fascinated by. But but I'm saying if I would have known that was the situation, I would have still called it DOA. I would have called this whole thing. I would not have been so so happy for it. No, they I wasn't really happy. I was. I they think fooled I had us more. I think I had much more confidence in this relationship. They fooled us. Yeah. This again. This, one, this season has completely been flipped on its head. Yeah, I mean, who would have known Ella and Johnny would be done, and we wouldn't even see them anymore? Oh, oh the wait, first episode. We did. We did. Yeah. <laughs> we did. <laughs> I'm really sad we didn't get a lot. There better be Ella's mother. Better show up to that reunion so we can get supposedly, one more ranch conversation. Supposedly, we did. You see the thing on Instagram? Someone said to us, no. a PA person they knew said. Uh, on the uh, someone from the, who worked on the who worked the tell all said that everyone comes for Ella on the tell all. Really, and she needed to talk to a psychiatrist on set because everyone came for her. Oh, I'm sure. Well, honestly, you know who I bet's going to come for her, Jasmine. Jasmine. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to see Jasmine on the tell all. I'm going to say this now, and I'm probably going to regret this. Jasmine is in my top She's five. She's my favorite person on this no, season. Top five favorite people of 90 Day Fiance. Wow, ever? I love her I'll have to think about that, that much. I'll have to think about that. I really, really, really enjoy talking to her. I actually now, I don't want to be friends with her because we don't be, want to be friends with a lot of people except for Kyle and Noon. I really now. like her. But I really, I could see you and I going to a restaurant and talking to Jasmine and having a hilarious, fun conversation. What's weird is Gina Cal, would have to be there. 
how much that wouldn't be good self reflection Jasmine has and an enormous about of a more enormous amount and a capacity for empathy which we did not know she had no but she does and her and Memphis both we're gonna talk about them in part two but something that's that I really I've kind of came full circle for me of these people these two people are really acting not great all the time sometimes horrible but they're really trying to act, they're trying to walk through their own pain and trauma to do something they they think is good but it just gets really fucked up along the way because right. they have so much baggage they're bringing to this i think memphis is well intended but i think she's completely blinded by her trauma and it yes in, but that's, in a in a kind of a more egregious way cuz she takes this two steps forward yeah and then she it's ironic. The worst thing for her to do was to go away. Because when she went away, she got in her head and in her trauma again. And she came back to this family. That's this wonderful, supportive family. And that's when she made me think, wait a minute. But maybe I can't. Anyway, sorry. I won't talk about Memphis now. But it's going to be a good conversation. But anyway, uh, talking about Mike and it. So, yes. Mom is like. <sighs> and even sisters like says, you need to have patience with him just like he has with you. And Amanda looks at her mother and says, I'm the biggest saint of all. I know. It's so bratty. Like, so bratty. Bitch. That like, is actually like you were a devil. I wrote that is where I wrote. That's where I wrote. You're a spoiled brat. You really are. So later on, you guys, Mike and mom are talking and he's like, well, um, I just want to know, am I going backwards or forwards? And she's like, she shouldn't be so cold to you. You're a good person. And anyway, blah, blah, blah. Any blah, advice? Blah, 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 and he's like, have patience. He's like, okay. 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 And, okay. and, uh, and he says, she says, talk to her as much as you can. So she sees it, that it's a good opportunity for her again. And Mike doesn't understand this. Mike doesn't understand this concept of, of, of with with Jimena of saying I can't wait till we can come to America when you and the kids will blah 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 you talk in um, expectations mm -hmm. he can't do that for some reason no he can't that's a good point and because I think huh, if he was I why. because I think he's so obsessed with wanting her to like him every moment mm -hmm. and validate the fact that he's felt like he had no friends or no girlfriend mm -hmm. instead of what he can provide I still. If if Mike would have been much more like a uh, a general sugar daddy, where he wouldn't necessarily, and I think this might have been what Jimena thought he might be. Oh, where, she thought that. Yeah, she thought this was going to be a marriage of convenience, where he would not require so much. Do you like me today? Do do, do no, you like that, because I he think, thinks yeah. it's a love marriage. If I'm talking about a marriage in an Indian circumstance, yeah. And for her, it's a marriage. It's a marriage. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think he really, um, yeah, he just thought that he could buy love. Yeah, and and it's so interesting because. He's saying things like later on. There, that was that, that thing about he looked. Do I look good? And so he's off to play pool. And Hold she's on. Never, Before you, I just want to prep something on this. I okay, he's off to play pool. He's like, I'm kind of good at it. <laughs> he is wearing a Charlie Brown shirt. He's wearing a yellow Charlie Brown shirt. America. Now, now did you see? He was wearing that awful like sequin skull. Affliction. It thing was earlier. basically like if Charlie Brown 
dressed like a douche. Affliction, yeah. An affliction douche. Ed Hardy, Charlie Brown. This is the Charlie Brown shirt that he would be fucking wearing when he went to play pool. You can buy it at Walmart. (laughs) Um, This is the Walmart Ed Hardy version. This is why my couch is fucked up. I'm dancing like a peanut character. I know. That's why you fucked up my couch. All right, I'm done. You're paying for me to get the tough fix for that. <laughs> I expense it. Um, so- I, I'm sorry. I have to. When he wore that, I fucking died. <laughs> I fucking. I yelled, stop. So, y'all. He's like, I'm quite good at pool. He's not. He's not good at pool. He's not good at pool. He's not good at pool. I could beat him, and I'm not good at pool. And that's where Mike says, "Yeah, I talked to your mom last night. She said she's really you've never had serious relationship." And I haven't either. So that's that explains explains why you're annoyed with me. She's like lies. Well, the thing is, I've had serious relationships. I just get bored. I get bored. The thing about it is. For to be in a relationship with Jimena is for to have her kind of insult and play at you the whole time. Oh, he, she he does not understand that. She does what, um, and she got out of it. But she does what Natalie from Love Is Blind would do a little yeah. bit to Shane. She treat she's used to calling people like "fuck you" and teasing them right. and being horrible to them because that's what she's gotten also, off on. Also, also it's that's lack of vulnerability. Yes. Yeah. And so she even he but Mike brings up a good question. He says, "I'm confused. If you get bored, then why did you want to get married so quickly?" And that's where what Jimena's done, which is I think a, the biggest flaw in all of her kind of thinking and yeah. plan. She does not explain herself well at all. She's trying to lie to cover up her real intentions. But it's not good lies because she says, well, I wanted to get married quickly, but in reality, I don't want to get married. And I'm, I thought, well, that doesn't make sense. That, that there, where's the, yeah. There's not logic well, there. I think a lot of the Jimena hate that goes on online and everywhere is because she doesn't seem – she seems like she's talking out of both sides of her mouth yes, all the time. all the time. Because she is – and this is the hard thing, you guys. She is a woman who has been kind of like – Forced against the ropes. Yes. And this seems like to be the with her parents and everybody saying, this is the only way out for you. And Which also, is why I don't hate her. I'm still, I'm like, get yours, honey. Like, yeah. I don't think she's a, I don't think but she's I, great. But I understand Mike it. So, I, that I, understand I understand it. Where Mike is just, come on. No, he's gross. Yeah, it's just treat people like humans, Mike. Well, and just this idea, um, they sit down later on, and uh, and she basically says, he's like, isn't it nice when we're here together, when it's just me and you? And you know she doesn't think that. And she just said, not really. Be way nicer if my kids were here, because my kids come first before anybody else, including you. At this point, she's just full on being no, cruel. No, she's trolling, trying to troll him. She's being cruel at this yeah. point. And just basically, she's doing what is a shitty move. She wants him to break up with yep. her because she doesn't want to be the bad person. And she does not expect him to say things that are hurtful, but he follows up with this. He says, I can't stop thinking. Well, the thing about it is he's saying this in a mean way to humiliate her and to hurt her. He says, I can't stop thinking your feelings changed since I stopped buying things. And that basically he pulled, calls her a sex worker. He, and he pulled the curtain back. Even though this was going on and they never talked about it. Yep. 
he pulled the curtain back. And that, for someone who's in this situation, to call them out? Yeah. No. Nope. She's not ready for it. No. So she freaks out. Well, well, uh, well, why? Of course she does. Of course she does. And she says, "No, the things, the things, the things that change." Did the are, Red Baron just fly over your house? Sorry, an airplane. The things that changed were I realized the things I did not like about you because I spent more time with you, and but you humiliated me, and you will you don't even know me, and from now on we're finished. I won't send uh, uh, don't send me any more money. And then he says, almost as a worse thing, fine, I'm taking back everything I get. That's you. where I was like, and there now, you are. There's Mike. There's Mike. I was like, there is Mike. I'm taking back everything in the apartment I bought for you. I went, there you are. Wow. W- what love. Y'all, it's taken us 14 episodes. There's to Mike. Mikey B. But there he is. He went from wah, 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 wah to. I'm a fucking dick. Yep. Y'all, you can be weird looking and strange looking and be a douche. And still be a douche. Yeah. <laughs> Strangely, it's still there. It's still there. Um, and he says, he's like, fine. It's, she's like, fine, it's off. And he's like, you know what? I, 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 I'm, I'm done too. I don't, I don't know how I, I'm going to deal with this. Blah, 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 blah. And he runs away. Paul style. Paul style. Paul, Paul of Paul and Karina. He just runs away. God, remember. I got to go, Cranny. I I can't, I can't do this anymore. I got, where's the chicken coop? I got to get in a chicken coop, Cranny. Remember the days of 90 Day Beyonce where the, the biggest thing that happened was just Paul running. Oh, God. And when he ran. God, those were classic days. Do you think he'll salad days? Salad. Do you think he'll ever be on Ninety Day Fiance? No, again? They'll, they don't want him. Maybe on Happily Ever After again, but he drives them absolutely crazy. But he gets great ratings. But he drives them absolutely <laughs> bonkers. Would you want to see Paul again on Ninety Day Fiance? I'm torn. <laughs> I'm gonna say, y'all, I would. I don't know. I'm, I kind of want to see him. I kind of want to see him without Karini, because their relationship is horrible. Yeah, and you know what? I, ironically, it's their relationship. It's different, but I could see how of a lot of similarities of Mike and Jimena, and that like two people who have their own issues and really need to work through. But then when they get together, become even two worse people. I think with. Paul and Karini, there are issues of mental illness um, well, that are. Even- but I think with Karini, though, Karini really, I think, came to it like much more wide eyed and naive. And what Paul has done to her and undermined yeah. her, it really is horrible. It's really brought. He, he's created a different person than who well, she is. Well, now she's was. trying to do cameo and yeah. 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 So anyway, yo, that's the show. That's the show, everybody. We'll be back. We got off on Paul. Why is my WoW app opening up? I don't want to watch Drag wow. Race now. Oh, World of Wonder. Wow, wow Presents Plus or whatever it's called. It's a shitty <laughs> wow app. WoW Presents Plus. Shitty. There's like two shows on you, it. You're missing, you are missing out on Drag Race this season because they had a Lollapalooza dra- lip sync off because all the queens were in the bottom because they were so bad on Snatch oh. Game. They, they, they each had to lip sync like six times. Oh, wow. Oh, it was, it was nail-bitingly, nail-bitingly dramatic. I didn't know you caught up. Yes. Oh. This season's okay. I have my favorites. But, um... 
I don't know. I'm about to catch up on a lot of TV because we're flying a lot. We're flying a lot. And I'm just planning on downloading Drag Race. Gilded Age. And comic book shows. Well, Gilded Age, I'll watch on TV because you said it's pretty to watch. I don't want to watch on my little iPad on a plane with some kid crying behind me. I probably will. And and I've got Mrs. Maisel. I haven't even started Maisel. It's my favorite show. We need to go. All right, everybody. <laughs> Poodle can go on and on about Bertha Gilbert, Russell. And he's going to, I'm sure he's going to go on and on about fucking uh, Beaverton or what's that show <laughs> called? Bridgerton. Beaverton. <laughs> that's it. Oregon. You really are. I think Beaver is an, or- is an Oregon. No, Beaverton. Beaverton that's like is where Nike and all, it's right outside oh. of Portland. Beaverton. Um, what's, 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 what's the Bridgerton <laughs> show set in Beaverton? Just people in like lumberjack shirts, <laughs> but it's the same period, in, like the same classical arrangements <laughs> of pop tunes. Who narrates it instead of Julie Andrews? Lori Metcalf. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love Lori Metcalf. Me too. Oh, y'all. Okay, everybody. So uh, we'll see you next time. You can go to realitygate.com. Lady Lumberton. <laughs> Instead of Bridgerton. Y'all, Beaver, Lady the Lumberton. new show Beaverton premiering on Sunday nights after Salt Wives. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be the Poodle Network. On the Poodle Network. <laughs> um, okay, everybody. Go to realitygates.com. That's where you can buy tickets for a live show. Philadelphia. Boston. What are those? Low ticket warning. One of those live shows, the whole second half is going to be me reading my spec script for Saltwise. Uh, <laughs> I'll leave then and I'll just go drink at the bar. But yes, um, low ticket for Philly and Boston, correct? Yeah. DC, we still have some tickets for. Yep. No more VIPs, though. Also, did we want to announce something about DC? Yes. I feel like we should. Yes. We have special guests on DC, and we're going to we announce have, today. We're announcing it now. Now, okay, big news, y'all. This is a this is huge news. We're actually. very excited. Very very. This excited. is we have a very small community of podcasters in the ninety day fiance community. Yeah, uh-huh. probably about seven or eight of us. Yeah, um, and it's for because the the housewife shows and a lot of Bravo shows have tons and tons of people who do them. We, yeah, our Bachelor we, has. We done are us. we are very blessed to be in with Cray Cray and um, and uh, four twenty four twenty. We still need, but but and, we and are, they're all supportive. I have to say, like we're yeah. all we all want and to we're each we're other. very we're very happy to announce that we are teaming up. With Pink Shade, Pink Shade, they're going to see. They're going to be our Mary special Payne guests. Mary and Aaron are our special guests. They're going to be a special guest in Washington D.C. So if you're a Pink Shade fan and you want to see them, that's where you're. Where I can't tell you, both of those women are so funny. They're so um, funny. We're very. I can't very, wait to talk about Ben with Aaron. It's going to be fucking. Um, it's exciting because Doctor Baby Girl. It's like when you meet Date and Dateline. It's like. We're meeting, um, we're meeting friends that yeah. we haven't met before, and we both we guested. Knew. We both guested or co 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 guested. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Ben and Aaron, 
And so we, we love them. They're great people. They're very funny. We're very excited. We, so y'all Pink Shade fans, if you want to see them live talking with us, get your DC tickets. Get we your still DC have tic- some available. We still have some available. I don't think we have a lot of VIP available no, for DC. Out. So yeah, but we will have, uh, we still have plenty of regular tickets available. The venue's not that big, so any seats are great to see. Um, all right, everybody. So we've got that. And then Atlanta's Ooh, We just revealed still- some tea. I feel like I just evacuated my bowels. Uh, yes. So, all right, everybody. <laughs> we're working on some things for. I don't think there's anybody in in Nashville from 90 Day Fiance. No. Yeah. So we're not gonna have. We are working on show. Atlanta though. Maybe we maybe we can get Reba. Could we get Reba to come to our no. Nashville show? No, absolutely not. I would love her, but she doesn't give a shit who we are. She doesn't. All right, everybody. <laughs> go to Reality Podcast on our Instagram. That's where you can see all our memes from our meme queen, Christina. Go to follow us on TikTok at Maybe Reality Maybe we can get Gaze. Steve Grand, the gay country singer. We could. <laughs> Give him bus fare. Yeah, good. <laughs> Sorry, Steve Grand. Yeah. There's other gay country singers that, like, I there would are? love it. Billy Herndon. Gilman. Billy Gilman. Oh, my God. If Billy Gilman came... I love Billy Gilman. Can we can we just finish this show out? I'm just you said you wanted to see him in concert too. You said so. Y'all, breaking news. David Archuleta is on vocal rest. It's <laughs> not breaking we were, news. We were gonna see we, him. We were gonna see him at We were gonna announced. see him in Los Angeles. This was announced and, like three and weeks he, ago. And he canceled the concert because he said, had vocal notes, he had surgery. You I've been trying to process it, but you right said now that, like breaking news, y'all. David Archuleta. Hey, y'all know we're Archuletta's. What are David Archuleta fans called? Archies. We're Archies. I thought you were going to say something about Ukraine. No. No. (laughs) David Archuleta's not Ukrainian. Wow. Anyway, he's from Utah. Starts with a U. Is he from Utah? Please end the show. We got to wrap this up. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. By the way, I think I found the medley of top 40 that I did that we talked about on the No, I don't want to ever talk about it again. All right, everybody. You can follow us on all the stuff. Come at us. We love you very much. Thank you for your support. Listen to the rest of Pig Royalty, episodes three of season two. Episode three are airing on our $5 tier of Patreon. The first are on the free feed. If you want to listen to this show commercial free, you can subscribe. Subscribe to the $8 tier of our Patreon, where you can also get Lalu, our cringe chair, lots of other good shows. And you can always watch us on the Intimate Portrait on yes. the $15 tier. Now, we call oh, these people- Single Life. We're dropping Single Life Season 2. Oh, thank you. On our free feed. On our free feed, Because yeah. it's airing on TLC. On yeah. Monday night's new episode. That's a quick turnaround, That's you guys. a quick turnaround. They've been doing six months, and now I believe they're almost- they're, This was in, done in like two and a half months. I don't yeah. know why this was that way. That's the way it is. But so. Thank, we are, so if you did not see, if you don't have Discovery Plus, Single Life uh, Season 2 is now airing on TLC, yep. and our recaps are free for you. Oh, they're free for you. There you go. All right, everybody. We call these people Lonely Hearts, because aren't we all just Lonely Hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yes. And if you've ever flown to a different country when your fiance asked you not to, and went <laughs> to their hometown, and sat at a restaurant, and only order only water, and then... You've been told that you've been making the relationship incredibly difficult. (laughs) You can call us. Call us. Because I want to talk to you. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. 
Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com